this week on the Media Virus Podcast. Who proves it could be the stupidest organization in the world as they announce a dire need to rename monkeypox? Marjorie Taylor Greene knows all about the tampon shortage. Naturally, it's the trans women causing the problem. The folks at Coke reached out to the Daniels family because they want to jack your Coke for you. All this and more on this 84th episode of the Media Virus Podcast. It's the Media Virus Podcast. Let's point and laugh at the world burning around us with executive producer Mike Latouris. We'll do an intro, we'll do an outro, and then do our rap. BBC correspondent Stanley McFadden. Makes me tingly in an unfamiliar way. And the Scorpion Goddess. I'm a Scorpio with secretive. I just don't say a lot of shit. And now, spreading the sage nihilism of an aged Gen Xer, your host and mine, the star of our show, the incomparable Maddie Rockdev. I had no, but I, I was, you know, I kind of wanted to, and I, you know, I, I, whoa, that's new. Hot damn, do we have a fucking show for you people this week? Yes, we do. Yep. Yes, we do. Yes. Yes, we do. Yes. Don't, don't fucking argue with me. Yes, we do. Yes. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. As you know, welcome to the Media Virus Podcast. I am Matty Rockdeff. I am joined by the executive producer of the program, the Reverend and Professor Mike Latouris. Good evening, Mike? everybody. Oh, I'm getting there, man. I'm ready to do a show. Terrific. And, and the infection team, the Scorpion Goddess Juliet Everett, and uh, and Big Daddy, uh, our BBC correspondent, Stanley McFadden. Big Daddy seems to have a hostage in the car with him. Big Daddy uh, takes hostages. Say something, white woman. Yes, Daddy. All right, now put this gag back in your mouth. All right, that's enough. Well, there you go. Live from the field. So, you know, Mike, the the Who wants to rename Monkeypox, so we won't get fooled again. The World Health Organization will rename the increasingly spreading monkeypox virus after a group of scientists claim that the name could be stigmatizing. Well, I heard a bunch of Karens were harassing the primates down at the zoo. <laughs> Go home, you son of a bitch! Who is also uh, working with its partners and experts from around the world on changing the name of the monkeypox virus? Uh, Who director Tedros, whatever, yeah, the Tedros guy, because I can't say the rest of those names, announced at a press briefing on Tuesday. Uh, we will make announcements about the new names as soon as possible. Dropping the monkeypox label follows a letter from a group of 30 international scientists that wrote last week the urgent need to switch the name. Given the increasingly rapid communication of and attention to the international human MPXV outbreak, it is important to consider 
an appropriate, non-discriminatory, non-stigmatizing nomenclature and classification of MPXV clades. So, was anybody else offended by this? Anybody? I I don't understand. They think people are going to start hating monkeys if, if, if it's called monkeypox. Well, they... They find the fact that it has monkey in the name discriminatory. Because it well, as long as they don't call it like the black people pox, I'm okay with it being monkey. I'm glad you decided to censor yourself because I was hoping that you weren't gonna say hard R pox. I, we, yeah, I, I thought about that. I mean, we could go with Afropox. I mean, it is from Africa. I don't think that helps the situation much. Yeah, I don't think that, I think that made it worse. Not <laughs> yeah. I'm just Although saying. Afropox is catchy. I heard that they actually also rena- have renamed the Gypsy Moth. Yes. Because you're not allowed to say Gypsy now. Now it's a Gypsy? Yeah, no. I love Gypsies. I know, no. You're not I, I, to... Can't say that. How am I supposed to get the right brand of prostitute? Did you guys know another <laughs> offensive thing is like... Lizzo has a song that has the word spaz in it, and apparently I just heard it's about offensive that, yeah. to the disability or something. People who have spastic yeah. disorders, yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? Now, I didn't yo, know. we're going to be grunting and going, oh, oh, soon, because every fucking thing is offensive. I want to know how those people type the letter. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're different from the monkeypox people. Uh, Why okay. don't they just like? Doesn't the monkeypox look like giant ballistas on you, anyways? Why don't they just call them giant chickenpox? Are they be, changing chickenpox too? Because then, then they're not chickenpox. They're giant yeah. chickens. But yeah. I know they're not. But we could just say they're giant. Chicken pox. But then Since people no, that's are offended offensive by monkeys. That's can't. offensive to giant chickens. Chicken. So should we change chicken pox too? No, that, that's yeah. regular chicken pox. See, you want to call them giant chicken pox. That's offensive to giant chickens. I like giant chickens. Yeah, all the giant chickens are going to get offended. You know what? <laughs> you, you know who's... You, seriously, I think the same people that get offended over monkey pox are uh, having a problem with this, uh, this tampon shortage. Well, I... The women. Wait, before we get on the giant chickens, I was once in a play that was about giant chickens from outer space. Really? Yes. I kind of oh, want to know more about I that. Know. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I want to know how large giant chicken breasts would be. It's pretty large. <laughs> I, okay, giant chickens were about seven feet tall, I think. There, there yeah. actually was one in the show. Imagine the breasts on a seven-foot-tall chicken. The chicken. I just had the. I just the had chickens a thought in that space. Do they have to wear space helmets, or are they like alien no. chickens where they don't need space they're, helmets? They were alien chickens. They didn't wear space helmets. Did they have more than do two they, breasts? Yeah. Uh, do the they? Do they chickens. eat their own? Are they cannibals? Do they eat fried space chicken? I don't know what they ate. I don't remember what they ate. Fried space chicken would be awesome. <laughs> but they were taking over, and I don't remember why either. Sorry, do, it's been a few years. Do you know why chickens are so ugly? Uh, they don't fuck them. No, they, their peckers are right on their face. <laughs> what? Their oh, peckers what? are right on their face. Uh, <laughs> I had I had this thought. I uh, Giant cocks in open space would be the name of Connie's sex tape. 
Oh my God. <laughs> no. Open. No, Open that's not space. <laughs> So tampons are hard to find. Like baby formula in 2022 or toilet paper in 2020, the essential sanitary product is the latest casualty of the pandemic. Increased is there a chocolate shortage too? I don't know. <laughs> we on, should find out. On, that would be really dangerous. There is down south, but they have On social media, women are posting photos of empty drugstore shelves and saying they can't find tampons for miles and miles. They wonder if they will have to switch to other methods like pads or menstrual cups. Even Amy Schumer we have is enough, being do dragged. We have enough soft, do we have enough soft hoodies and, and ice cream? <laughs> I haven't checked. <laughs> okay. There's period panties, too. That's a new thing. Okay. Yeah, it's like a, well, just absorbent, like, like a diaper? I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't get my period, so I don't yeah, know. I think they have some kind of, I think they have some kind of super absorbent uh, panel or something that it's supposed to be able, you're supposed to be able to just wear them. I thought period panties were them. just the panties that you wore when you were on your period. Up until, so yes, but they've yes. invented a new line of undergarments yeah. to be worn during the period that, you know, so yeah. eliminates the need for... But yeah, they look like actual, like, they look cute. They, look they like have commercials panties, for yeah. them. Yeah, and they look comfortable. Yeah. And I've do. heard really good reviews. And so, cups are supposed to be really good too, and they're like eco-friendly. You just get one cup yeah. and you reuse it every time, and it's supposed to be yeah. comfortable. No as well. Or, oh my God, I have the perfect solution: get pregnant. That go up there with all that blood. That could help. Yeah, just get pregnant, well, women, and you won't have to get your period. Or you could get an IUD like me, and then you won't get your period. Well, hang on, because women women like wine, right? Yeah. Every bottle of wine comes with a cork. That's not gonna work. Just not like every once in a while, like pull, oh, pull, pull it out. Just so, pull it out. And, uh, so, or, or actually, what we could do is we could just hold it until the shortage stops. Well, the, right. you, you, you could do that. Like, just yeah. We could just not just stop. Just not have our period. Cross our yeah. legs. Stop. Right. Just, we just tell our body, like, just don't bleed this month. Duh. Exactly. Cross your leg. Yeah. Or just hold it in and let Simple. it go when you bleed. Yeah, exactly. Duh. Yeah. Just make sure you don't sneeze. Right. Mm, yeah. That could be bad. So Tampax maker P and G spokesperson uh, Sher Sherry McMaster told Time that retail sales growth has exploded since 2002. Demand is up 7.7 percent over the past two years. Uh, the outlet. Also reported that P&G said in recent earnings call that uh, it was struggling with supply chain issues, including sourcing and transporting raw materials and getting the products on the trucks to retailers. Uh, they're also blaming uh, the war in Ukraine, uh, which is, you know, binding up fertilizer and all kinds of stuff that's not getting where it belongs. But uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene has a different theory. Um, and... She, she, I believe, tweeted about it. Uh, let's see here. Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene claimed on Monday that the nationwide tampon shortage is being fueled by tampons placed in men's bathrooms for tra transgendered people. Uh, supply chain issues and inflation remain a problem for millions of Americans, and uh, tampons have been affected due to rising costs of materials to produce menstrual products. However, all those chicks that are want to be dudes are still bleeding. That's the problem. However, we the, gotta fix the 
The Georgia Republican claimed the shortage is being caused by tampons in men's bathrooms during an appearance on a conservative right-side broadcasting network in her latest remarks against the transgender community. Now there's a shortage of tampons, and that's probably because men are buying tampons, Green said during a discussion on the transgender community, denouncing what she called the war on women. That's not how any of this works. Right? Because... Men have been buying tampons since the dawn of time where Eve told Adam to go and get tampons because she couldn't get out of bed. (laughs) Uh... You know, when I was about 11, my poor father had to go to the drugstore for me. I still am embarrassed about that. (laughs) My dad, the nicest, shyest guy in the whole world. He's not the shyest guy, but he's really just... (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, dad. Okay, I just real quick. And just just in case, hang away, but I got to tell you, it was not his first rodeo. And I will tell you, because he came back with uh, with the pads that I needed and an Egg McMuffin. So fascinating, fascinating, fascinating stuff. I saw a TikTok and it was this girl and she asked her boyfriend to go get pads with the wings. And so he got pads and then chicken wings, and she was mad. Okay. But I would have been mad. I would have been happy because now I have wings. Now that's a win. Yeah, I would not. I would not have been mad about that. that Anytime somebody special. brings you chicken, it's kind of a good thing. Right. Exactly. This is why I date big girls. Why don't they make? Why don't they make ten, like? Uh, why don't they make the ones uh, like like the maxi pads with a propeller? A propeller, so we can go fly. Yeah, you know we got what? wings already. You know what? You know what they should do, though. Absolutely no joke. Is speaking as as a woman who has you know had several years of experience with this, this phenomenon. What they need is an enormous display in the very front of every store that yeah. has pads, tampons, pamperin, chocolate, um, mm-hmm. ice cream. Like they need to have the whole like one stop shopping because yeah. there is nothing worse than going into to a store and not being able to find the pamper when you need it. It is not, it's not the time to fuck with a woman. Like you need, just give her what she wants as quickly as possible. In fact, mm-hmm. with today's technology, they should have a QR code. You can scan it, just get a package, charge your card and get the hell out of there. Fucking genius. Or even just a delivery service within one hour. Oh, even better. I am not mm-hmm. delivering to a bunch of PMS women. Fuck everything about that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know what? That's that's a fair argument. Set the bag at the end of the driveway. Yes, Maddie off. can do it. <laughs> no, I would just load the tampon into a shotgun and fire it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Come lady, on, show me that hold. Pilates, baby. <laughs> All right, lady, hold still. <laughs> I'll put this one in for you. <laughs> Can you imagine? Well, I mean, when you the get... war in Ukraine's got to be causing some problems because tampons will—you uh, can stuff a bullet hole. That's right. With a tampon, you with can, a tampon, you can pl- plug a bullet wound. But to to Marjorie Taylor Green, I would like to say this sincerely: is that trans people come? I'm not a very enlightened person by any stretch of imagination. We can vouch trans for people, it. <laughs> trans people come in all in all shapes and sizes. There are men who want to be women because they're tired of all the responsibility. But there are also women who want to be men because they want to make more money. 
And when they go and use the men's room because they're making more money as men, they want to buy a tampon if they need it. That's how this works. All right? Yeah. You got to sit down and explain it to people the way they can understand it. Those are the only trans people who might actually (laughs) care to have a tampon because when you're going the other way, there is, um, I mean, my familiarity with the male the male anatomy tells me there's not many places to put one. Well, well I, you can I put it up your of... ass. <laughs> They're good for nose. Or babies. Maddie, or Maddie, you could put it up your ass. Well, <laughs> I mean, maybe if I had like a really bad case, like of diarrhea or something, right? I might try it. Now, why couldn't you just like like get a get like stuff a bunch of bounty up there? The quicker picker that upper. That sounds painful. I feel like remember, that, like remember the SNL bit. Remember the SNL bit, Big Brawn. It was it was there were tampons mm. made by the same people who made brawny. Bra- oh, <laughs> no, Big Brawn. No, it was great. Um, we're not gonna go find it because that's dumb. No. But yeah, go look <laughs> up S- uh, Saturday Night Live, Big Brawn. It was good shit. All right, and we're we're still good on time, man. I don't know what we we blew through. The- oh no, we don't. No, we have no. one more story. We have we have a story from the world of what the fuck took so long. Yeah, the people at Coke. <laughs> they want to jack your Coke for you. Jack Daniels and Coca-Cola are teaming up to bring a classic cocktail to you. Maybe it's simply because Prohibition is now nearly one century into our rear view, but mainstream brands seem to be more willing to embrace alcohol in recent years. Isn't that nifty? I can't believe like I can't believe this took took so long. Like it's two it's twenty twenty two. From Duncan collaborating on branded beers to Oreo working with Barefoot on a wine, the stigma of getting boozy isn't what it once was. And now even soft drink brands aren't afraid to go to the hard route, like PepsiCo's Mountain Dew releasing five percent ABV versions of their signature sodas, and Coca-Cola's Fresca launching a line of canned cocktails. Not for nothing, but Mountain, the name Mountain Dew was a name, was a synonym for moonshine. Absolutely. Because dew comes in the morning and and the liquor comes from the mountains. Yep. It's, yes, Mountain Dew is, is, you know, just like white lightning, just like um, mountain lightning, just yeah. like uh, m- you know moonshine. Uh, there's so many, like, yeah, but you know because it came from the mountain. That's what they called it. They called it Mountain Dew because you would fucking run liquor into the wee hours of the morning too. Like you yep. did it in the middle of the night. You didn't do it in the middle of the day. You did it in the middle of the night, and you did I it do in the mountains. During the middle of the day, sometimes. So. Today, we've finally gotten an announcement, which probably should have been a no-brainer for a long time. Brown Foreman, the spirits company behind Jack Daniels, and the Coca-Cola company are finally teaming up to release canned cocktail versions of an official Jack and Coke. These forthcoming alcoholic drinks, which will simply be called Jack Daniels and Coca-Cola, are inspired by the classic bar cocktail and will be made with Jack Daniels Tennessee whiskey and Coca-Cola. I, I want to petition the makers of both, you know, both makers on the either either call this drink, market it as the Lemmy, 
or put a picture of Lemmy Kilmeister on the fucking can. In mm. related, was that's what Lemmy always drank Jack and Coke. Okay. And if you go into some bars and you order a Lemmy, you'll get a Jack and Coke. Okay. Okay. On this, by the same, by the same token, I, I uh, went into the Cure Leaf on uh, on Route 130 in Edgewater Park, New Jersey. They are open. They are open to the public, and I purchased a pre roll of a of a strain called Motorhead, which I am <laughs> very fond of. And you see how those two things relate, Lemmy and Motorhead. And Motorhead. So. Uh, this will excite you, Matt. Uh, both regular and zero sugar versions will eventually yeah, be released boy. globally, but the new drink will debut in Mexico towards the end of this year. The brands say most of these canned cocktails will be uh, 5% ABV, but may vary depending on the market. This relationship brings together two classic American icons to deliver consumers a taste experience they love in a way that is consistent, convenient, and portable. I saw the cans, what they look like. The only concern I have is, like, say they're in your fridge and your kid's like, oh, I'm going to have a Coke. Because they, they look similar. They ha- they maintain both of the brand's um, iconic trademarks. Uh, uh, and, yeah. And the Jack Daniels number seven brand is at the top. And consider yeah. it, it is... I'd it's say this is like Coca-Cola. It's, so it's, it's at least I'd 10 to 15% like, larger than co- the Coca-Cola logo. I can't wait. To, like. I can't wait to get these and make myself a Jack and Jack and Coke. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be fucking great. Or an Evan Williams and Jack and Coke. <laughs> okay. While Maddie plans to ruin what <laughs> seems like it's going to be a perfectly fine product <laughs> with a turd whiskey um you know you and i you and i disagree on 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 evan did you get the bottled in bond or did you get the i did i got the bottled in bond it, it's not that good you're i used i agree with mike i drank I more like of it Williams. as i drank more of it as cough medicine than i did uh for <laughs> um fun that is my go-to that is my favorite whiskey all right well, on the other side of this, we have got Just the Tips with Big Daddy. Uh, we've got some more news. Uh, and then in the C Block, we are going to be playing Wish. I didn't know that. Yes. So stick around. Stick around, guys. Juliet's excited. Juliet's excited that we plan things for C Block. I, like I think games. that's. You like games and you like cold read theater. It's, you're a lot of fun with that. So that's good. I'm, that's why. I just like to have fun. We're good All at that. All right, Mike. Mike, bring us on home, buddy. Uh, what? No, I'll, I'll, I'll take us into B block, oh, ladies and gentlemen. Happened, thank man. you for joining us in the A block of the Media Virus Podcast. Uh, you can reach us at one six four six virus zero one. That's one six four six virus zero one. We're going to jump into some more news and just the tips in our B block. Uh, right after just the tips, I will have the phone line open. If you want to interrupt us and chat, you're more than welcome. We will be back. Right. And the phone line, the phone number is for the folks listening in Rio Linda. One six four six virus zero one. That's one six four six virus zero one. Get you through to chat with the infection team. We'll be back right after this. I'm not saying that I asked for two serial killer documentaries, just that it was on. 